Welcome to a brand new episode of the Jam Pack Report today for November the 5th of 2019. Of course, my name is Samuel Adams, and this is a daily gaming news rundown of the hottest stories coming out of the industry, hosted on youtube.com slash Samuel Adams Media, as well as anchor.fm slash Jam Pack Report five days a week, Monday through Friday. So subscribe and follow to stay up to date, add the show to your podcast feed, or you can always head over to medium.com slash Jam Pack Report, where you can find a written daily digest along with links to the articles and links to my show every single day. Now, with that being said, what are we going to be diving into today? There is some pretty big news coming out of Kojima Productions because it looks like they're getting into the films industry instead of just staying in gaming. Then Jack Courage Dunlop is leaving Twitch to stream exclusively, not on Mixer, but on YouTube. And it looks like more acquisitions are on the way. Then Valve is reportedly working on Apple's AR headset. And finally, Fortnite Pro Phase Jarvis has been banned permanently after using Aimbot. Not a good look for a Fortnite Pro. Not a good look for anyone. But with that being said, without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into today's top gaming news. In the future, Hideo Kojima says his studio will make films. For a guy who says that 70% of his body is made of movies, this seems like it's a long time coming. In a 26-minute BBC documentary on the making of Death Stranding, Hideo Kojima reveals the inevitability. In the future, Kojima Productions will also start making films, Kojima said. If a person can do one thing well, then they should be able to do anything well. Kojima did not clarify when the studio will start making films. Kotaku reached out to Kojima Productions but did not hear back prior to publication. I think within the next three to four years, everything will move to streaming, games, movies, and TV shows. We're pretty much there with TV shows and movies. When that happens, Kojima continues, movies, TV shows, and games will be competing in the same space. Kojima is interested in the type of entertainment that will inevitably arise from this competition. Considering how long the cutscenes in Kojima's games have been and how much he loves movies, it might seem odd that he hasn't made a motion picture already. This is a match made in heaven, uh, because if you think about the type of content that Kojima is infatuated with, then it makes sense for him and his studio to branch out into making films. Uh, for instance, look at Metal Gear Solid V The Phantom Pain. There were elements of a tactical espionage game in that, and that's what it was at its core, as every Metal Gear Solid game tends to be, but... At the same time, what was happening with Quiet, the extra-dimensional kind of stuff, I don't even know how to describe it, uh, that was included there, is so rooted in film, is so rooted in storytelling, uh, that for him to not branch out into film would be strange in my mind, but to have this confirmed uh, is something of a comfort. Of course, if you follow Kojima on Twitter, he's always posting movie memorabilia, movie clips, movie screenshots. Uh, he's very, very, very interested in film, and so with that passion, comes a branching out. With that passion comes a content creation uh, that I think is going to be a really, really good fit uh, for his studio specifically. Because in the entire gaming industry, there is no one that is quite like Hideo Kojima. And that is a fantastic place to be in because that means that no matter what you come out with, no matter what you do with your career, it's always going to have a bit of a unique spin on it. Look at Death Stranding. There is nothing out there like Death Stranding. Even if it does get a 6.8 from IGN, a 10 out of 10 in other places, a middle of the road 8 and a 7 in some other outlets, it's still just completely and totally on its own, unique in and of its own space. And I think that's really where the value of this statement comes from. The uniqueness of a Kojima project is going to fit very well in the film industry, especially considering how weird films can be and still be considered absolute masterpieces. 
The same goes for games. Uh, but with that being said, Hideo Kojima and Kojima Productions are getting into the film industry in the coming years. However, Courage is getting into YouTube. Jack Courage Dunlop is leaving Twitch to stream exclusively on YouTube. Twitch is losing another high-profile creator. Pro gamer and influencer Jack Courage Dunlop, who has 2.1 million followers on Twitch, inked a deal with YouTube to live stream exclusively on his YouTube channel. Dunlop is scheduled to kick off his first live stream on YouTube, where he has 1.85 million subscribers on Tuesday, November the 5th. I'm very excited to continue expanding my relationship with my YouTube audience, as well as leverage the platform for new collabs and experiences, Dunlop said in a statement. This deal with YouTube allows me to create more content and engage with my fans in real time. I am very fortunate to do what I do on a daily basis and welcome my fans to join me on the next phase of my journey. His departure from Twitch comes after other big streamers on the Amazon-owned service have left in recent months, including Ninja and Shroud, both of whom have joined Microsoft's Mixer. Courage, a former Call of Duty esports commentator, is known for his comedic approach. Since leaving Major League Gaming in March 2018 to become a full-time streamer, he has notched over 37 million stream views and over 271 million video views. He's also on the roster of 100 Thieves, the esports company which maintains teams that compete in Fortnite, League of Legends, and Call of Duty tournaments. His pack to live stream exclusively on YouTube is part of the Google-owned video platform's moves to up its video game reach. YouTube claims to be the largest global gaming platform with some 200 million users watching gaming-related content. YouTube uniquely offers Courage the ability to focus on both live streaming and VOD in a way that no other platform can, and we think his YouTube community will be excited. He is now combining both of these content formats in one place, said Ryan Watt, YouTube's head of gaming. We are continuing to invest in our live business and gaming in many ways, and bringing Jack over is just another way of bolstering our presence in this space. Dunlop's new pact with YouTube was facilitated by his management company Loaded, which handles sponsorships, media licensing, merchandising, partnerships, and appearances. Now, the point that I want to drive home here is that Loaded, the company, is making some very big moves because they also manage Ninja as well as Shroud and other big top-tier creators such as Tim the Tapman and Lyric, both of which could be making moves. Although Tim has hinted at it, Lyric still seems to be staying with Twitch. Now, it is worth noting that in the Twitter conversation, a lot of high industry professionals, not that they're high, I'm saying that they are they they have notoriety. They aren't just hitting the bong talking about video games. Uh, they say that Twitch has also uh, signed deals with creators that are already on their platform to keep them on the platform. That's a new uh, skew of this entire story. In addition to that, you also have the fact that people are beginning to see that it's not just Mixer signing deals. It is now YouTube. That is a big deal. That means the streaming wars are heating up and YouTube sees an opportunity to dive in. And let me make it very clear. They are the sleeping giant because YouTube has become so ubiquitous. YouTube has become uh, such a hub of content online in general that if they were to create a live streaming space that could compete with YouTube or excuse me, could compete with Twitch and Mixer, then they are pretty much guaranteed to be the only competition that Twitch genuinely has. Because right now the live offering from YouTube is stable, but the organization of the live platform leaves a lot to be desired. Let me make it very clear. But after doing some exploring on my own YouTube channel and looking at the types of tools that I have there, the amount of 
versatility in YouTube's lineup when it comes to what they allow creators to do is absolutely mind-boggling. If they effectively used these tools, YouTube could be the one-stop shop for creators. You can have VOD content, which is what YouTube is fantastic at. You could have live content, which already has a very solid foundation as it stands right now. In addition to that, you have the entire subscription kind of ranking uh, that you would have on Twitch. And on top of that, uh, they have pretty much replaced Patreon uh, with this channel subscription model that they have now uh, that allows you to essentially support somebody in the same way that you would on Patreon with a monthly dividend of how much ever money you want to give. Uh, it's incredible to see just how many tools YouTube has created uh, that go underappreciated, at least by me and by many others. Uh, and so to see Jack being acquired by YouTube is a pretty big move. Uh, in my opinion, for both parties. But this just goes to show you that more and more people are going to be making some moves and you are going to be seeing the streaming wars continue to heat up. And on top of that, after Slasher made a comment on Twitter saying YouTube is in the process of making more moves as it competes with Mixer to land big-name Twitch streamers and esports event organizers, Ryan Watt, the head of YouTube Gaming, said we are investing heavily into on-platform creators. Jack is one of those with almost 2 million subscribers, even though he was on Twitch. Lachlan is another example as he'll be streaming exclusively on YouTube and there will be more to come. And so alluding to even more acquisitions coming in the coming weeks. Uh, so if you thought that Mixer and Twitch were the only two companies going at it, you were thought were you thought were wrong, man. You thought were wrong. Uh, but anyways, we'll talk more about that as more and more streamers begin to jump ship from Twitch and move over to YouTube and Mixer and even Facebook gaming. Uh, we will see what happens in this very, very interesting space. However, in the gaming news, Valve is reportedly working on Apple's AR headset. Development of Apple's rumored AR headset is seemingly moving forward again, this time with help from Valve. According to a new Digitimes, and of course there is a paywall report via Mac Rumors, Apple is working with another unlikely partner, Valve, on its long-in-development AR augmented reality headset. The device is said to be targeting a second half of 2020 release, with Valve working on design and a different company handling manufacturing and assembly. Internally, Apple is working on software and UI for the HMD, which is said to be sold as an iPhone accessory that relies on the smartphone's processing power. It's not clear whether Valve is one of several third-party companies working on AR headsets for Apple or the only company. Apple has always been more interested in AR over VR because of the former's ability to be integrated into everyday tasks without closing off one from the world. As MacRumors notes, the company scrapped its internal AR hardware team in May, leading some to believe it is, at least for the time being, pausing development. It turns out this may not have been entirely true. Valve, of course, just launched its first in-house VR headset, so it will be interesting to see if the company is also working on its own AR HMD. This is an interesting skew here because AR hasn't necessarily proven itself in the gaming space or in the world in general. Of course, augmented reality being where you have a digital layer placed over the real world, VR being where everything around you is replaced and you are in a headset in a different space, taking yourself out of the world entirely in a way. And so uh, the use of AR is much more promising, in my opinion, because of the potential for it in the medical field, uh, the potential for it in the training field, in the military field. Uh, there are so many ways to use augmented reality to give information uh, where you don't have to be looking at a screen. You can just have it overlaid onto your own space. And on top of that, uh, you can imagine just how useful this would be in everyday life. Uh, for instance, if you were to put it onto a pair of glasses or some kind of uh, low 
low-profile headset, you could be cooking, and instead of looking at your iPad or whatever for the recipe, or instead of having to look away from what you are cutting, you can simply pull up the recipe on your glasses. You could simply uh, look at the movie you're watching in the side of your... You know, it, there are so many different ways to use AR uh, that I think to invest in it and to explore those potential options is definitely not a waste of time in any stretch of the imagination. But Valve, a company that has just released their own VR headset, looks to be working with Apple on their augmented reality headset. Uh, so we will see just where that takes them over the years. But right now, what a time to be alive and to see just how big technology is getting and how much things are beginning to flourish. Truly, truly incredible. But somebody that's not flourishing, Fortnite Pro Phase Jarvis because he's been banned for permanently using an aimbot. Or at least he's been banned permanently after using an aimbot. He's probably not going to be using that thing too much anymore. Esports professional face Jarvis K revealed in a YouTube video posted November the 3rd that he had been permanently banned from Fortnite after using an aimbot. In the emotional six-minute video, Jarvis apologized for his actions, claiming he only used the aimbot in Fortnite's casual solos mode and playground mode while making video content for his followers on YouTube and on Twitch. He also stated that he had never used the hack while playing in a competitive mode. If you are unfamiliar with the term, an aimbot is a cheat players can use that perfectly auto-focuses your weapon's aim on enemies. These types of hacks are usually frowned upon in the gaming community. Pause, always frowned upon, and if caught frequently, results in bans and games. Obviously, this was a huge mistake, and it's completely wrong on my end, the FaZe member said in his video. Genuinely, I don't even know what I was thinking. Cheating in anything is just terrible. He stated later in the video that he would accept any punishment from Epic. We have a zero-tolerance policy for the usage of cheat software, Epic told IGN in a statement. When people use aimbots or other cheat technologies to gain an unfair advantage, they ruin games for people who are playing fairly. The Fortnite TOS agreement, which does ban the use of cheats, bots, scripts, or mods, not expressly authorized by Epic, that gives players an unfair advantage in-game. Jarvis later said that he should have paid more attention to terms of service. Again, let's pause for a second time. You don't need to read the rules to know you shouldn't cheat. While the professional Fortnite player states that he only used an aimbot during casual solos mode and playground mode, it is fair to say that the use of an aimbot likely hindered the experience of solo mode players who were attempting to win the match, grind experience points, or finish Chapter 2's challenges. I never thought about the consequences that could happen from me making those videos. I just thought about entertaining you guys, Jarvis continued in his videos. The amount of happiness I get playing Fortnite every day is crazy, and now I can't play Fortnite at all. Oh, the FaZe Clan, nearly a decade old, is a professional gaming organization focused mostly on Fortnite, COD, Counter-Strike, and other competitive games. Some members of FaZe made it to the Fortnite World Cup this past July, with FaZe Scissors taking home the Creator Finals Championship alongside three other teammates. I'm so disappointed in myself for doing this and not thinking about the consequences that could have happened, Jarvis said, promising to continue making video content for his fans. I just wish I could go back in time and just change all of this to make it never happen. Jarvis isn't the first professional player to receive a punishment from Epic. Fortnite Pro XXIF was actually caught cheating during the World Cup qualifiers, colluding with other players to more quickly accurate accrue more points, excuse me. Despite being caught cheating in a highly competitive environment, XXIF's ban only lasted two weeks, which actually allowed him and partner Ronaldo to continue competing in the World Cup, where they placed 28th in the duo's finals. That probably shouldn't have gone down like that. Uh, so anyways, they go more to talk about other cheaters and other uh, horrible people. The reason that I bring this into today's show is not because I care even remotely about FaZe Jarvis or FaZe in general. I don't remotely give a single iota of time to the Fortnite competitive scene in my own time. I don't care if you cheat. I don't care what you do in the game. What I do say is that don't cheat 
in general. Never cheat in the game. Never cheat in life. Never cheat on a test. You don't cheat because cheaters never win. And when you get... This is what happens when you get caught, man. This is what happens. Uh, so with that being taken into consideration, the reason I bring this up today is because I don't want you guys to do the exact same thing this individual did. Imagine being signed to phase and then thinking, you know what? I'm going to install that aimbot now. Blows my mind, man. Blows my mind. But with that being said, that rounds out today's episode of the Jam Pack Report. If you enjoyed this one, drop me a like down below and subscribe on YouTube for more or find the show via a podcast service because it is put up five days a week, Monday through Friday. And you can always follow on medium.com slash jam pack report. But until tomorrow, have a phenomenal rest of your day. I will talk to you soon and peace.